How's it going, everyone? This is Scott Brooks with Ask a Man Podcast. Ask a Man brings you the best social research, personal experience, life lessons, and knowledge from other men to answer those tough questions in relationships with deep, satisfying answers from a man's perspective. It won't be what you expect, but it'll definitely be what you're looking for. This podcast gives you all the skills, abilities, and tools to create and maintain a long-term, successful, happy relationship for free. And come on, guys, we all love free. But if you definitely want to send us some money, we'd love to take it. (sighs) Anyway, all of this and more can be found at our website at askamanpodcast.com, designed by the lovely Jessica Ray Gaddis from jrabbitdesigns.com. If you need an amazing website, contact her at jrabbitdesigns.com forward slash contact and tell them Ask a Man sent you. All right, let's begin the show. Ho! Welcome to Ask a Man Podcast, everyone. As we all know, relationships will never be the same. I'm Devin Brown, and my partner here, Scott Brooks, on the ones and twos. What's going on, Ask a Man Podcast listeners, domestic and international? I'm really feeling the international part. Oh, yeah. I can't remember all the countries, but thank you for listening. We shout you guys out on Facebook. Go check it out, like us, and have a blast with us. All right. All right, so before we jump into this, we have to understand that deserving what you want and wanting what you deserve are not the same thing. And that's very misunderstood when it comes to addressing relationships. They both have their own individual definitions and their own individual ways that they affect relationships most of the time on a negative fashion. All right. So I'm going to start with deserve what you want. Now, this phrase expresses the fact that everyone has such high expectations or wants when it comes to the person and the relationship that they want, but they haven't put in the time or the effort to improve themselves and become the type of person that deserves the type of person or relationship that they want. So, for examples, to paint the picture clear and make sure you understand, let's say there's a guy who says he wants a woman that is beautiful, sexy, fun, outgoing, hardworking, has her own car and house, and has a bright future ahead of her. But he lives at home with his parents, is unemployed, plays video games all day, and has nothing going for him. This person, he does not deserve the girl that he wants. No, he doesn't. Well, then we have situations that happen all the time where a woman, she wants her Prince Charming, but she's in no way, shape, or form Cinderella. Mm -hmm. You want Prince Charming. You haven't put in the time or the effort for this. Therefore, you don't deserve it. Now, this is a common thing. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, if not everyone, does it. And I used to do it myself and probably still do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Also, I remember back you know, when I was seeking a girlfriend, I wanted, a, I had a specific thought in my mind of what she needs to be and how she needs to treat me and how I want to be with her and how I want our relationship to go. I had this all planned out. This was my want. But then I didn't care about emotions at all, tending to women's emotional needs. I didn't care about the little sweet, special things that ladies like to receive. None of that even crossed my mind. And matter of fact, I thought it was stupid. But (laughs) I wanted everything I wanted in a relationship. I didn't deserve to get that because I wasn't willing to put in that work for it. And this is the exact same thing with me. I really like a woman that's really adventurous, outgoing, loves to have fun, just the dime push of a button. But I used to be really antisocial and not really want to be involved with too much, never really want to put myself out there. And it's how can I really attract somebody like that when that's what they like to do? And I'm the complete opposite of it. 
So this mindset is natural, but it's kind of flawed and it doesn't make too much sense. It's like that person that comes into work late every day, he slacks off and then he leaves early, but they want a raise or they want a promotion. Like that's illogical. You don't deserve that raise or that promotion. Mm-hmm. Or the problem with this is called like, oh, we refer to it as like the lottery mindset, which is instead of budgeting, being fiscally responsible, investing your money, open up a business to build and to grow your wealth. You hope to just get lucky and scratch a ticket and win millions and millions of dollars. You don't deserve that. You didn't put in the work for that. You didn't take the time to learn and grow and take on the challenges that it takes to be rich and that it takes to make that next level in life. And even on top of that, when people do actually hit the lottery, there's like statistics out there that I think it's like a within seven years if you they just go back you, broke you're just you're back to being broke again and that's because the, when you got that money you weren't in a mindset or you didn't actually put in the work to actually deserve that money so mm-hmm. you don't know how to maintain it and the people just instantly just boom get right back to where they started so to wrap it all up and simplify it the problem of deserve what you want is people not earning those relationships not earning the person that they want to be with and not earning the lifestyle that they want and in case you guys didn't pick up on that it's about earning it's about earning what you want earning earning okay (laughs) so we just broke down deserve what you want go ahead and tackle want what you deserve well i'll start from the bottom at its simplest form and it is settling for less than what you deserve okay And so many times we see just posts on Facebook, tweets, pictures on Instagram of someone saying that they want a particular thing in a partner and they want a certain thing that they look for in their future, yet they settle for less. Why? We get caught up in that feel-good honeymoon feeling Mm -hmm. and we tend to ignore and overlook the quote-unquote red flags or things that we don't really look for in a partnership or a relationship or things that kind of annoy us. And of course, we all know this feeling. We've all had this feeling because it just feels so good when you're actually connecting with somebody. You're making those three connections. It feels good to physically be around them, hang out with them. Emotionally, mentally, you guys are just vibing. And you know, I know from personal experience, it's just really easy to get caught up in these feelings and it tends to lead to you making bad relationship choices mm-hmm. and you know, honestly to be quite frank a long-term relationship is probably one of the most important decisions that we make in our lives yet we never treat it as such you know most people take more time in deciding what their next car is going to be instead yeah. of who their next partner is going to be so yeah a lot of it comes from a new honeymoon feeling like you said a new relationship feeling but on the other hand it can also come from low self-confidence with right. a person or low self-worth that person you feel like you want that prince charm or you want that beautiful woman but you don't really deserve them. they would never want me or you know prince charming needs a cinderella i'm not really cinderella it's a confident issue that wraps itself up in self-sabotage because maybe that person did want you but you don't think you're good enough so a personal example that really strikes home for me is one of my friends does this she's i think she's a fairly attractive lady she has a good head on her shoulders she's successful she has a great work ethic and great drive and when she describes the guy she wants she describes a great 
quality guy got his own place got his own job ambitious always trying to earn money and she knows that she can rely on him and they can be partners and further push themselves and just grow together now right now that's what she always described i've known her for a while what she dates on the other hand couldn't be the farthest from this quote unquote want the last guy, I don't think he had a car or a job. He damn sure didn't have a house. Most times they don't have nothing. They want to be, I don't know. They they really don't even have like jobs. Like she dates people that just don't even. Sometimes have... Sometimes seem like they need to be like working projects or something. That yeah. Kind of fix maybe or. And it always used to bewilder me because like you say you want someone so good, but you just go you like searching the dumpster for diamonds it just don't make sense like why are you dating him he is literally didn't qualify on your scale she wanted a guy that was educated and smart he barely finished high school he been in trouble his whole life he don't got a car he don't got his own place and he don't got a job why are you messing with her but she had the biggest problem and she continues to have as far as i know the biggest problem of want what you deserve because clearly you deserve so much better all right, so wanting what you deserve and deserving what you want, the problems with those really come from not logically looking at what we want out of a relationship, actually taking that step back and looking at who we are when it comes to relationships, what we mm-hmm. want, and who the person we're talking to is and what they want out of a relationship. Now, a lot of times if we move past the, the newlywed feeling and actually look at those things, we can actually figure out where the relationship could potentially go and if it's going to be the best thing for us and if we are either settling or if we even deserve what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And there was a study done in the early 80s comparing marriages of choice in the United States and arranged marriages in India. And they, in that study, they found opposite trends. Choice marriages experienced a lot of initial passion and a little compassion thereafter while arranged marriages experienced no initial passion, but increased compassion over the years and as the years went on. Moreover, arranged marriage couples were nearly twice as compassionate than choice marriages at the 10-year post-marriage part. And this research has actually been backed by a few recent papers that were done in 2011. And when we really look at the way a lot of arranged marriages work, uh, typically in a lot of Indian cultures, Mm -hmm. they really take a lot of time in deciding who they want to be. Even though they're arranged marriages, these arranged marriages are pretty much what your family and friends suggest would be a good match for you. I mean, when they actually look at it, they actually go to their friends for advice. They go Mm -hmm. to their family for advice because we always, it always helps to have that outside opinion because we have our own opinions of somebody, but somebody might have a different point of view. Your friends might see things differently and they also prey on it. You know, they have a really strong relationship with God and they ask to really give them the strength to be able to find and make the right decision. Mm -hmm. And if they feel like it's not, then they go about their way. And if they feel like if they do, then they really take the next step. And actually looking at things at that angle really gives a uh, an extreme sense of clarity outside of the feel-good feeling. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the whole emotional feeling is, isn't a bad thing. It's, it's really good to have that in a, in a relationship, which really gives it that intense passion. But if we can find a way to bring both of those together, where we can have the passion, but yet 
the logic and mindset and clarity to actually choose the right relationship, I feel like we can really get on the right path to building long-term, happy, successful relationships. Hey, everybody, let's take a quick break. This is Devin. Let's get some personal time. I just wanted to clear up a few things. This is not a show that gives away God's secrets, or this is not a show that gives any cheat sheet to life or relationships. No, we're here to give you the tools to increase the quality in all of your relationships, from your friends to your families and even your coworkers, and especially your intimate ones. We all know it's important to take care of our significant others, and we all know that we need to constantly take our relationships to the next level. So the tools we give you, believe me, they work. We're constantly getting feedback from our friends and family telling us the good results that they have and we love to hear them so always send us your questions and your comments this pushes us to keep going and to provide the best content that we possibly can so make sure to subscribe on itunes and give us a five star rating and if you don't like us i'm fine we'll settle for four subscribing is the best way to get the content fresh off the presses all right back to the show so now jumping into the part of how do these have harmful effects on a relationship? So with deserve what you want, it's pretty much a person has a special vision of how they want to be treated. They see in desire a special way and picture a relationship, but they don't deserve it because they haven't worked to get that. They would work to get those results. For example, let's say there's a guy, he wants his girlfriend to cook and clean and massage him when he has had a bad day and to sexually satisfy him in all the ways that he wants and just meet all his desires but he never tends to her emotional needs he never lets her know that he loves her and she's only one for him or he never does all those little special things that she desires she wants but so he virtually does not deserve her. He don't deserve this relationship. And it starts to wreak havoc because she'll start to feel unsatisfied if she gets into this relationship because he doesn't deserve it. So she'll eventually start to want those things and express that she needs them. And he won't give it to her because he's not on that level. He hasn't earned the right to give it to her or he, or he doesn't know how to give it to her. And it will drive your relationship apart. And even so, they might even stop giving you those things that you might be looking for. Because we always put our best foot forward in the beginning of relationships. Mm-hmm. So we start giving our above and beyond. But when we don't deserve it, they start losing out on those those privileges. Yeah. They almost get kind of revoked. Yeah, and next thing you know, he's mad. Oh, you mm. don't do this for me no more. You mm-hmm. don't do that for me no more. That happens a lot. I hear like, that so much. You didn't deserve that. Mm. I was doing that for you, and you wasn't grateful. You didn't earn it. Now, I don't I don't want to do that for you no more. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't deserve it in the first place, and life rectified it for you. Didn't it? <laughs> it caught up. Now, how wanting what you deserve has a negative effect on relationships is when people... I mean, most of the time, people in these relationships feel very underappreciated. They know for a fact that they are underappreciated, and they even talk about it all the time, yet they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that can constantly cause uh, a lot of stress in relationships, make things very tense. It can even uh, adversely affect your value and how you actually feel about yourself. example of uh, people or an individual in a relationship like that is someone who has a guy that's cheating on them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I mean, I think that he's cheating on me because he's never home and he comes late. He comes home late and he instantly just jumps in the shower and he doesn't really want to touch me when he gets home. He just jumps in the bed and I just really feel really bad. Like he's just got another woman 
and I don't feel like he appreciates me anymore. So why are you with him? Yeah. Well, I mean, when he, I mean, that was just the other night. He's. He, yeah, they come up with excuses all the time. He does. He does kind of treat me really good. And ladies, come on, you you've had these girlfriends. If you don't have these girlfriends now, mm-hmm. that you just look at who they're dating, and you're just like. Why are you with him? Mm-hmm. It, you, you say it all the time. You deserve so much better. And you, you know, the guy, best friends will say that. You deserve so much yeah. better than this douchebag you're dating right now. And then uh, you come up with them lame excuses. Well, my CD is at his house. It's not that easy to break up. Mm-hmm. Really? His CDs. My shirt. It's my favorite shirt. I got to go see him. Sweetheart, stop. Please. Stop. I left my scarf at the dry cleaner, and he, he's supposed to pick it up for me. <laughs> you're, you're reaching at this point. Yeah, please. Stretching. And we always try to stick up for these people, but they're the ones that have to break out of it themselves. And a lot of times, it's really hard to do. So I know a lot of people that are listening, like, these sound really similar. Kind of like the same thing. And that's because, yes, deserve what you want and want what you deserve are in the same spectrum. It's pretty much like yin and yang, the dark and the light. So if you're a person that suffered deserve what you want, but you have the person that you want, they're probably suffering from want what you deserve. You're probably are dating each other because mm-hmm. <laughs> you scored and they lost. So messing around with you and so they typically they wrap around each other it's always like two sides to essentially the same coin but they're both relationship problems and it's just what side are you on and when are you going to realize it to improve your relationship because yep. they come together and that's why we wanted to uh really drive the point home with this podcast that uh wanting what you deserve and deserving what you want are two different things just yeah. like night is something completely different from day. But but they both are together and cohabitate. You can't have light without having darkness. You can't have darkness without having light. Exactly. And that's where wanting what you deserve, deserving what you want come into play. But they're very negative as far as affecting relationships. And we want to really uh, you know, help our listeners be mindful mm-hmm. that this is a big relationship killer mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed in order for us to get on the right track to having strong relationships. Yeah. Making sure that relationships will never be the same. Ever. That's why we're here. Now, on a part that we've all been waiting for, I had to roll up my sleeves for this one, the actual, say actual. factual, oh God, factual, practical, and applicable Shit. tips and advice. Let's get to it. So the first tip that we're going to give you is logic. So use your brain. Take down a piece of paper. Write you, your characteristics, what you provide, what's good about you, what's bad about you. Write the person you want, their characteristics, what they provide, and compare them up for deserve what you want. If y'all not matching, if you won't want them and they wouldn't want you, then there's something off. You need to adjust, either improve or maybe lower your wants. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you need to make an adjust. Now, the third part is once you're in a relationship, write them in this on this piece of paper what they provide, what's good, and what's get bad about them. And these all should intersect and relate to each other. You, They should match what you want, and you should match what you want. 
and that's how you can have a good relationship. But if they match what you want and then you don't match what you want, then you got a problem there. Or if you match what you want but they don't match what you want, then you got a problem there also. So write it down, put it in black and white so you can actually monitor it and make a logical decision about it. Now, this is actual homework for you guys. So actual homework. Actually take a sheet of paper and make it into three columns and write it up just like that. You, what you want, and any person that you're talking to. Yep. Make sure they all line up. You do that, you should have pretty much a clear-cut uh, look at, uh, at the relationship that you're in outside of the fuzzy, happy, marshmallow, rainbows, and unicorn feeling. The second tip and advice is seek outside help. It's okay to ask people for their advice and their help. Mm-hmm. This relationship feels good. My back's against the wall. I don't know what to choose. Help, help me. me. And how you can do that is when you're in a relationship, you actually go and talk to the people that are close to you, the people whose opinions really matter to you. These people be, that care about you. Yeah, people that really care about you. These could be uh, siblings, your parents, your best friends, and you know your group of friends. Uh, you know, some people even trust their coworkers uh, a lot to really talk about things like this. Talk to these people. They know you a lot of the times almost better than you know yourself. You know, there's a lot of things about ourselves we don't like to admit, mm-hmm. and they'll tell us straightforward. And I think really a lot of times we don't seek out opinions from our friends because they will keep it real for us, and that shatters that fuzzy good feeling that we get when we're mm-hmm. talking to somebody. You know, we want to ignore all the things uh, that that we don't really like, or all the red flags about somebody because the feeling of talking to somebody and relating to somebody feels so good and they'll just basically shut all that down and tell you like it is because they're not feeling that but that's what we need this is a very important decision so after you've you know looked at a situation yourself on a logical aspect that's still only your brain you can only take that so far so get multiple opinions on it you know it's just like anything else you know you want opinions on very important choices that you're making in your life you know, be it a school or a house or a car, you know, the exact same thing for a relationship. And make sure that when they are telling you, really listen. You know, a lot of times we want to do the whole roll our eyes thing. I don't know what y'all talking about. I know this person better than you know them. But they, these people really know you and really know the things that make you happy. And they can really give you good advice on either how to make the relationship stronger or how to make things work between you guys. Or if the relationship is probably wrong for you, and you probably shouldn't go down this path. Now, of course, you still can make your own just uh, mm-hmm. decisions and choices. And if you want to pursue a relationship with somebody that who most of you, maybe your friends or family feel like aren't really a match for you, you have the freedom to do so. But just understand that that can really help a lot when it comes to making a logical choice with who you want to be with. Right? Now, just understand. If everyone you trust says a unanimous no, you shouldn't be with this person, just go ahead and listen. Please, please. It may feel good, but in the long run, it's going to hurt, and they tried to warn you. Listen, STDs feel good at first. You're in the moment making love, but then all of a sudden you're burning and you got to go to the hospital. So remember, relationships can act just like that. They're just trying to help and save you especially if you seek the advice from people that actually love and care about you because yeah, you can get rid of an std but at the end of the day you're going to wish you had avoided it in the first place exactly 
So, alright, then wrapping up the show, we've learned a lot. It was some great information, this one. We tackled the phrase, deserve what you want. Essentially, is not earning what you desire in a person in and relationship. Then we tackle want what you deserve. is settling and not getting what you actually deserve in a person in a relationship. Then we learn how both of these affect relationship. Deserve what you want. If you actually get a person, then they start to realize that they're not being satisfied with you. And either they'll start to take away the things that they used to do that you used to love, that you wanted. And a relationship will start to come to an end. And either you don't want them or they won't want you. But your relationship will start to die. And a lot of times it's slow and painful. And with want what you deserve, a lot of times you are unappreciated in a relationship. And the person's not treating you the way you deserve to be treated. And this can really, this can become abusive or it can just drag on long and you feel like you wasted a lot of time and you wasted energy and emotions with this person. And it can go far to where y'all got family and children and it's just really not a good situation to be in. Then we learn about how they are yin-yang. They're good and bad. Deserve what you want. Creates want what you deserve. If you're in a relationship with someone that's way above you because you don't deserve them, then they suffer from want what you deserve. You can't. They essentially create each other. There's lightness and dark. You can't have one without each other. It's a revolving circle. Yeah, they are two different things, but they come together as a whole to create one problem. Exactly, which is going against your relationship, and you don't need that. Then we broke down the tips and the advice. First is logic. Sit, you know, you can sit down and actually write out what you are, what you want, and what the potential your potential partner is and make sure that they are aligned with each other make sure that they flow and are beautiful when they're lined up then we learn seek outside help talk to your friends and your family people that really care about you when you're thinking about dating or being with someone they will give you true honest opinions from something you can't see because you're wrapped up in the moment and Last but not least, listen to them when they give you this advice. If it's a unanimous no, this person will be bad for you. Then you're just going to have to accept that this person might be bad for you. Or you can take that gamble if you want to. But Yeah, you can take that I'm gamble. I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners have experienced that. Uh, yeah. you, you end up catching that burning feeling. Yeah. All right, good stuff. You guys know we love to hear your feedback, we love to hear your comments, and we love to hear your questions. Make sure you send all of them to askamanpodcast at gmail.com. Promise we'll answer every single email, every single question. Want more? Check out askamanpodcast.com and look at the articles that we have to help you build relationships in every aspect of your life. You'll also find links to Facebook and Twitter. Like us, follow us, and join us in having a blast and getting better. And remember, when we all work together, relationships will never be the same. See ya.